I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. You with me? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode number 78 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Now, before we get started today, I just want to take a moment to send out all of my love and gratitude to all of my listeners. I am so, so grateful for you allowing me to be in your earbuds every single week. It doesn't seem like a big thing for you, but for me, this is just so amazing because this is truly my life's work. And if even one person has a positive impact or learns something new or his life has changed because of what I'm teaching, you know, that to me is a dream come true. And so to have thousands of listeners every week and thousands of downloads, it's just really it's it's mind boggling. And it just leaves me humbled. And it really just puts me in a place where I just feel so honored and privileged to be able to share my experiences with you and share what I know, to help you find love in this swipe right swipe left world. All right, so I'm so excited about today's episode, we're going to talk about manifesting, I don't think I'll ever get tired of that corny joke. I'm a big fan of corny jokes. But anyways, I'm so excited to talk about manifesting your man or your relationship or your ideal love. Because I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about what manifesting really means. And truth, truth be told, I was totally a doubter when I first heard these things about manifesting and, you know, attract like, you know, attracting what you want into your life. I was just thinking, oh, this is just a bunch of airy fairy woo-woo jargon, and I'm a much more practical, logical type of person. I need to have very tangible things to do with tangible results. And I just, I just thought I was going to have to like chant under 
the full moon naked, you know, with the moon in Capricorn or whatever it would be. And that is how I would manifest. But of course, I'm sure you probably could manifest like that. But there's a really tangible and practical way that I've been manifesting a lot of things in my life, including where my relationship's gone, travel, moving here to Denver, building this business. And it's so much more practical and tangible, yet with a heavy dose of spirituality and faith that it's a really, really good mix. And I can't wait to start teaching it to to you guys more. I haven't really taught it on the podcast yet, because I've just been getting now to a point where it's integrated into my life into a flow. So I'm getting to a point where I'm ready to teach it. I teach it a little bit to my private clients and to my boot campers. um, But I am excited to start teaching a little bit more about what I do every day and every month with you all. And I am going to do a workshop. Let's see, this is July when this goes out. So I will do a workshop in about early to mid August or so. On, on what I do to manifest things into my life. And I'm super excited to share that with you. I don't have a sign up link, but I will definitely let you know when that sign up does become available. As long as you're on my newsletter list and or listening to this podcast, you definitely won't miss that link. So keep in keep your ears out for that if you're interested in some very specific manifesting techniques that I use in my own life. But I want to go ahead and bring this episode to you today because I just see a lot of misinformation and misunderstanding about what manifesting is and isn't. I do think there's a lot of misinformation out there. I'm not going to talk so much about that and more about just the misunderstanding. I get a lot of emails and comments and and just different questions from listeners and clients where I'm pretty sure it's coming from a place of misinformation, believing that, you know, you just have to think about it really hard or pretend like it's not important to you or pretend like you don't want it. And then if you can kind of pretend like you don't want it to the universe, then you can attract your soulmate, more money, your dream house, losing 50 pounds. It's kind of like that whole thing of like, oh, well, it comes when you stop trying or you meet him when you least expect it. Like it, it kind of goes along that whole mindset, which I honestly think is a bunch of BS because otherwise, I'm sure most of us aren't thinking about the lottery or losing 50 pounds every single day. So why isn't that happening to us? Right. So again, I'm all about manifesting. So I'm not bashing manifesting at all. I've manifested this community, I've moved to Denver, a relationship, my business, a lot of things like I've I've mentioned, and it really has changed my life. It really has been a perfect blend for me in a way that I found that works, a blend of very tangible, practical things to do paired with the more spiritual um, things to to do as as well. So I'm excited to have Brie on the show today to kind of set us, set us a little bit straight, break down some myths around manifesting and what you actually have to do in order to manifest things that you want in your life and what things maybe that you can stop doing. So a little bit about, about Brie. She's a catalyst, a speaker, and an author, and she's a regular contributor for the Huffington Post and is known by many for her tell it like it is out-of-the-box guidance that creates massive and epic change in every woman she encounters. She's been featured on NBC's The Today Show, Forbes, Inc., Medium, PBS, and Free Enterprise. Brie received the Outstanding Small Business Award from the Los Angeles Mayor's Office and the Small Business Development Center in 2016. So I don't want to spoil too much as we get going, but I will give you a little bit of a teaser about what you're going to learn as you listen into our episode. So Bree's going to share with you the very first thing to do if you want to manifest your life partner, the number one misunderstanding a lot of women have when it comes to manifesting their man, and 
what to know what you want in a relationship, even if you've never seen or experienced a healthy relationship before. So where do you start from if you can't even imagine yourself being in that healthy, idyllic, ideal type of relationship? So I think you're going to love this episode. And so as you're listening in, I want you to consider these questions. So ask yourself these questions as you're listening. Whatever you're looking for, are you looking for it to arrive in a certain form and within a certain time frame? If you're online dating, do you forget about the men that you see every day at the grocery store, the Starbucks line, or pretty much anywhere where you are? Are you waiting for Mr. Right to literally drop on your doorstep? Or do you think that if it's if you stop thinking about it and you don't expect it, then it'll just happen to arrive? Have you heard about manifesting or the law of attraction and not sure how it works? Or you've tried it, but you feel like it doesn't work for you. And finally, are you looking for outside things to solve your inner world? So if you feel lonely or anxious or depressed because you're not in a relationship, do you look for a relationship to fulfill those uncomfortable feelings? Or as this podcast episode will suggest, you do it the other way around. So keep these questions in mind as we listen into my conversation with Brie. All right, and welcome back to the show, everyone. And I have got Brie Seeley with me. So welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, Brie. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to to chat with you. Um, manifesting and the law of attraction is definitely a hot topic and can be confusing for a lot of people, especially who are newer to that terminology and just the self-development and spirituality realm anyway. So I'm super excited to have you. Um, but before we get to, you know, all of that fun stuff, I would love to just if you could share with the audience a little bit about what you do in the world right now. So I am doing a few things. One is that I do mentoring and coaching with women. Mm-hmm. Um, I use a lot of like you said, law and attraction and manifestation principles to help women make shift from having their vision on the inside of their life and turning that vision into their external reality. Um, It's what I'm particularly skilled at, and I've really found a great way to support women in making that shift um, from the inner to the outer. So that's one of the things that I'm particularly passionate about. Uh, I also run an unnetworking movement in Los Angeles and have a podcast associated with that as well called Be Amplified. And then I am actually uh, not even coming to you from L.A. today. I'm coming to you from Seattle because (laughs) I'm here to write my book that is trying to pass through my brain, my heart and on to the paper. So that's awesome. Um, What is an end? You said unnetworking. Is that what you said? Okay, so you had a group in L.A., but I didn't didn't see the word unnetworking. So what do you what do you mean by that? What is what is the goal of that? The way the reason we created it is because networking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Every woman I talk to, it's the worst, right? We go into this room and we have to like prove ourselves and sling our business cards to everyone in the room, but we don't actually get to know anyone. We don't walk away feeling full from the experience. And so my business partner and I came together totally on accident and just started gathering women in community, getting them to know one another, pass their job titles past, you know, their business suits, past 
all of that stuff that we use to define ourselves and really get to know them on a heart level. And so we host events in Los Angeles all around getting to know women for who they are as opposed to what they do. I love that. So obviously, at the end of the interview, I'll, you know, ask you to share links and how people can connect with you, you know, afterwards. But just for any listeners listening in LA right now, how can they connect with that group? Yeah, it's called the Amplify Collective. And so our website is just theamplifycollective.com. Um, and that has all of, we host only one to two public events a month. Um, but we do have a membership where we do an additional two to three private events a month as well. So it's a really, really great community of women. We just had one this week at Aloe Yoga. Um, we have another one coming up. I think we're in talks with like a few other big brands to do some events. And yeah, it's, it's a really great, like soul nourishing, uh, kind of event. You don't walk away feeling just depleted. You walk away feeling nourished and connected. Oh, I love that. So needed. Yeah, totally. So the way, I mean, we created it because we were like, screw the events that are happening in this city. <laughs> we don't want to go to any of them. So let's create events that we want to go to. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm still new in Denver. So I have to see if there's something similar. Otherwise, maybe I'll start something like that here. Totally. Um, um, awesome. So okay, so back on back on track a little bit. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about how I always like to ask my guests how they got to where they are. So how did you get to this place of coaching and mentoring women, especially as it relates to manifesting and the law of attraction? Yeah, I, um, I've always kind of been an entrepreneur. When I was little, my mom would bring me, she worked at a college bookstore, and I would help her like at the age of five, I think I was training college students to run the cash registers. And (laughs) What, you know, she worked at a, at a florist for a long time and I would go to work with her and I was always kind of in that sphere. And, and when my sister was born, I think I was around 10, my mom opened a daycare. And so I was always helping her run the daycare and then she bought a candy store. And so I would help her run the candy store and, you know, by the age of 15 was managing people double my age. And just, it's kind of that like entrepreneurial gene has kind of always been within me, that itch. And so I went to college for fashion design. I thought that was going to be my path. I lived in Italy for two years studying fashion, you know, in one of the greatest cities in the world, Mm -hmm. Uh, came back to, to the States, moved to Washington, got a job as a costume designer, quickly realized I didn't like it. Um, got a day job and then kind of just started dabbling in my own fashion stuff. I was doing, you know, I did some prom dresses and some bridesmaids dresses and some flower girl dresses and just little by little started expanding this business. And I joke that I always said I, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. And then I totally created my life all around being an entrepreneur because as you know, law of attraction the universe doesn't care about what you don't want. It's whatever you focus on that grows, right? So I was so focused on not being an entrepreneur that I became an entrepreneur. But uh, it was good because little by little, I realized more and more that I didn't want the confines of a traditional nine to five. Like it wasn't me. I was in pain. I was depressed. I was angry, like all these things. Um, And so entrepreneurialism was really my way to feel fulfilled in the world. Um, so I moved to Los Angeles with my fashion brand. Um, and then within two years of moving down there, really started recognizing that I wasn't having fun anymore. Mm -hmm. And I had always said that the second fashion was not fun. I was out. 
And so it was two years ago. It was spring, was it spring equinox? Um, two years ago that I was in meditation and got this really clear, like, stop. Fashion isn't it. What are you doing? Like, you just, you, like, shut down your fashion brand. And it was on a Saturday, and I came out of meditation and was like, whoa, I need to shut down my fashion brand. And so I, two days later, took the leap and closed my fashion brand without knowing what was next. I had no plan no income. I didn't even, I hadn't even told my mom that I was shutting my fashion brand down. <laughs> she learned about it on the internet and she called me and was like, uh, is there something you want to tell me? <laughs> oh um, but I just started following the hints from the universe. Cause I was like, well, if the universe is telling me that this isn't what I'm supposed to do, maybe it will start telling me what I am supposed to do. And so I just started paying attention and there had been all these little hints, all these little breadcrumbs as I traced back over the last year and realized that all these women had been coming to me being like, will you mentor me? Will you teach me to create in my life what you've created in your life? And so I was like, oh, well, maybe I should start coaching. And so I, you know, took nine months to kind of figure out who I was in the world and what my voice was and how I was going to coach these women and, and what they needed. And, um, really just kind of surrendered to the will of, you know, what was in front of me and had no idea how it was going to play out. But I took the leap anyways, and, and just trusted. And that's basically now what I support women to do is to take those big leaps in their lives as well. I love that. And would you say when it comes to manifesting, is that something that you were looking back doing that all along, but maybe didn't realize it? Or did you like consciously say like, I'm going to learn to be a great manifester. And that's how you created your business and really your life for where you are today. I mean, it's a little bit of both. So mm -hmm. all of us are manifesting in every moment, whether or not we know it, whether or not we're conscious of what we're doing, the the laws and the energies of the universe don't discriminate. So you're either consciously manifesting or you're unconsciously manifesting, but you're always manifesting. So mm -hmm. I had started to pick up little things here and there. Like when I lived in Washington, I was getting into meditation and, you know, universal energies and learning about quantum physics and starting vision boards and like all these things little by little. But it was really once I started coaching that that kind of came to me as this is one of your sweet spots. And so then I really started getting conscious about like, wow, I've manifested all of these things in my life you know, a great fashion business where I dressed like Tony Braxton and my stuff was on The Bachelor and amazing red carpets and all of these things. And, you know, then moving to LA, like, I mean, everything that I've created. And so then I had to be like, well, how did I do it? <laughs> and yeah. then starting like the backtracking process of like, okay, well, I know what the end result was, but how did I get there? Um, and then really, of course, we're finding my voice and my teaching style and really showing up unapologetically and all of those things. So it was a it was a little bit of a combination of both. Yeah. And and just to backtrack just for a second, for those listening who aren't really sure what manifesting or law of attraction is, do you have like a basic definition or just a way to explain it to people? Yeah, so the law of attraction basically states that like attracts like. So and then this is exactly like I said, I, I help women take their inner vision and turn it into their outer reality. Because basically, in order to manifest 
or create what it is that you want in the world, it has to exist inside first. And so you Mm -hmm. do the inner alignment to, um, to then attract that same thing outside of you. So like attracts like. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So a lot of times, okay, so most women listening to this are um, single or in a relationship that they're not sure about, but either way, they're wanting a um, a lifelong partnership, whether it's marriage or something else. So what are some, how would they go about manifesting their ideal partner, their dream guy or their dream yeah. relationship? The first thing I always recommend, whether it's a relationship, a career, a, a car or whatever, um, it's that inner piece that has to be done first. So in the like attracts like, it's you, you don't find it outside of yourself first. You find it mm-hmm. inside of yourself first, and then it shows up outside of you. And so in manifestation, the important thing is to, to like skip past where you are, skip past all the middle stuff, and go straight to the end. What is it that's really important to you? And more than that, because it's never, I always joke, like it's never the car you want. The car mm-hmm. doesn't matter. The relationship doesn't matter. What matters is how you feel. And that is how you attract things in the world. So women that I hear saying like, oh, well, when I have a husband or when I have my life partner, or when I have this, then, then I'll choose to feel that way. That's actually the wrong order. You have to start by first feeling that way. And then once you are in alignment with that feeling, like attracts like, and it will show up outside of you. Now, that is not to say it will always show up in the way that you think it will. That is not to say that it will show up exactly how you want it to. That is not to say that it will show up in the packaging that you think is best. Um, the universe has really funny ways of giving us exactly what we need and not always necessarily what we want. And so another big part of manifestation is really releasing the expectations and controlling and manipulating how and like all of those things around it showing up in your life. So manifestation is all about getting familiar with that end feeling and feeling that consistently and then releasing any holds that you have around how it comes into your life or what it looks like when it gets there. So when you're saying release expectations of what it looks like, are you saying that the actual person, you know, may not be like the six foot two brown hair, whatever guy, or is it more like, um, you might get those feelings that you want from a relationship in a completely different other way, like outside of a romantic relationship altogether, or could it be either? It can be both. Mm-hmm. And just and if you get those feelings in in a in a non romantic way, that's not to say that they're not still coming in a romantic way. Like mm-hmm. they could be coming in a different package right now to support you in continuing to feel those feelings, so that you can get into further alignment, so that that person can show up in your life. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of times, like you know, I've I've talked to women before, and I'm currently manifesting my life partner and husband as well and you know people will go on a date and be like oh but he's not my husband like this isn't working I quit but it's it's in those moments that you really kind of derail the whole manifestation process 
So it's about just being open to what shows up in your life and trusting that whatever it is, however it looks, whether it's romantic or not romantic or whether he's six feet tall or, you know, five foot six or whatever, that it's exactly perfect. Yeah, because I think that's something that I, I, I get a question a lot about and I'm not, I mean, this is not my expertise, so sometimes I'm not always best at answering, which is why you're here. But, <laughs> um, you know, some women will say, well, I feel like, you know, they're doing the manifest, you know, the manifesting now, whether or not they're my client, if they're not my client, then I can't be sure of like exactly what they're doing to manifest. So that could be an issue. But um, things won't go in their way, either a date won't go their way, or a promising relationship will will fall apart. And then they think it's like a message from the universe that maybe they're not meant to be in a relationship, or that they have it all wrong. And so how do you how do you navigate that? Well, oftentimes I go back to like, so from my experience, I'll go back and be like, okay, I went out on this date with this guy once and it was literally the worst date of my life. He patronized me for my political beliefs. He was a terrible pet owner. He, um, he was significantly homophobic, like all these things. And I went back to like, okay, why did I say yes in the first place to this guy? And it, my, my yes was not based on who he was. It was just that I was literally saying yes to everything at that moment. And mm -hmm. so it had nothing to do with me being not cut out for it or, you know, the universe sending me something that I deserved or whatever. And just literally that I wasn't discerning enough to feel into whether or not that person was in alignment with me. So mm -hmm. that could be one thing is just like, not checking in at the very beginning or, or hearing that you shouldn't go out with the person and saying yes anyways. Or, you know, I've done that a lot. Like, oh, well, I don't really think this person is like a great fit for me, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. And I, I don't listen to my intuition. And then I come out and I'm like, oh, of course, like I wasn't supposed to go out with that guy. You know, my mm -hmm. intuition told me no in the first place. And maybe next time I get asked on a date, I'll actually one, check in with and two, listen to my intuition. So it could be a whole myriad of factors. Right. But those are two, you know, right. examples that I have. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think that that makes a lot of sense. And in fact, one of the very first things I do with new clients, private or my group program is you know, before we do anything else, like talk about childhood stuff or anything, it's just, how do you want to feel in your ideal relationship? And then let's start yeah. getting you to feel that way. Yeah. Um, so because well, I, I think little, that's the most important little thing. Little things too, like if you want to mm -hmm. travel with your partner, don't wait to travel, go right. travel, yeah. go travel now, you know, and, and yeah, I travel alone all the time. I was in Bali. Well, I'm in, I'm in Seattle right now alone for three weeks, but I was in Bali for two weeks alone. I'm going to Toronto later this you're alone. Like you just, mm -hmm. you go alone and you experience the feelings that you want to have with another person, but you get to do them by yourself. Um, another thing I wanted to say too, and in relation to your last question is, uh, a girlfriend of mine always tells me, you know, the reason season or a lifetime people come into your lives for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And it's, mm. I feel so often like, you know, going on dates and being like, well, is or isn't this man my husband, right? And we have to remember that not everyone we go out with is gonna end up, like we only need one, but that doesn't discount some of my best guy friends that I have, I met dating. Hmm. 
-hmm. you know? And there was a guy that I dated at the end of the year last year. And the second I met him, I knew he wasn't my husband, but I was like, I, I have this feeling, this intuition that I need to learn something from him. And I don't know what it is. And I don't get to know what it is right now, but I'm going to continue showing up for this engagement, this interaction with this person until I feel complete with it. And we dated for like five weeks and there was a moment we held hands for the first time. And the second our hands met, I was like done. Mm -hmm. And I broke it off with him. But I learned so much in those five weeks that we were together that I don't consider that a waste or that it was bad or that it was wrong in any way because reason, season, or lifetime. You know, he was in my life for a reason and I was open to whatever learning what was in that without having to, you know, again, control that how of like, well, if he's not my husband, then I'm not going to date him at yeah. all. I love that you say that because it's so funny. Actually, um, when we're recording this, the podcast that was released just today was about that very topic, like ending relationships and the shame and the embarrassment and the guilt that a lot of times we feel because of family or society or friends or whatever. But no relationship, everything from a one night stand to a 10 year marriage that falls apart, you know, is is a waste if you choose yep. to be open to it and to learn the lessons. And I recently just got married. And I truly, truly believe even though throughout my 20s, I really, really wanted to have met my husband a lot earlier than I did. I am confident I would have not been in a place ready to meet him without all of those other relationships and breakups and heartaches yep. and all of those, you know, experiences that that happened beforehand. Yeah. And my just general sentiment is I trust the universe so much. And, you know, the universe being whatever you call it, God, spirit, Buddha, Allah, you know, what, like whatever that higher Mm -hmm. power energy is, I trust that so much that I just don't question it. You know, like Mm -hmm. if I go out with someone once and I'm like, I'm not supposed to see this person again, I trust that. If I go out with someone once and I get the inclination to go on a second date with them, I trust that. Whatever that turns into or doesn't turn into, I trust that. It's Mm -hmm. so, again, like this idea, there's so much, and and as humans, we just naturally do this, right? We want security. We want stability. We want to know how everything's going to turn out. We, like, we want that. And we end up controlling and manipulating the, what is the universe's job, basically. And so for me, I have, I am in surrender a lot. And I'm just like, I trust you universe. If this is supposed to be something bigger than what it is, then it will be. If I break up with this person now and we're supposed to be together, then we'll find a way back together. Mm-hmm. It's that's not my place to like manipulate or control or anything and so I just I I trust. I trust that the universe has my back. I trust that the universe is taking care of me and I just let go of all the other stuff. And I know that sounds really trite. It's not necessarily an easy process. You know, this is years of practice. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is a practice and it still continues to be a practice. I'm currently in a free fall right now, taking a huge leap in my life. And I want everything in the world to grab onto something and have the stability. And it's not happening. And so I'm just in full surrender mode. I've been crying. I cried this morning on my drive to my haircut appointment. Like I cried for hours yesterday and hours the day before that. And just in constant surrender of like, I have no idea. I have no idea how this is going to work out. I have no idea what's going to happen after this, but I trust 
that whatever it is, is for my best good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just not really to switch gears, but, um, where do you find some, okay. So sometimes women will say to me, well, I wrote down like everything that I wanted in a man and like, he's not coming. And it's just, it's more of like, they're waiting for, you know, literally like their person to knock at their door, like as if it was like, they're going to marry their postman or something. Um, (laughs) So what are some mistakes or misconceptions or just kind of where people get, you know, the law of attraction manifesting wrong, and then they end up getting frustrated thinking it doesn't work for them, but their maybe their mindset or the way they think about it, or they've been taught about it previously, is maybe I don't want I don't like to use the word just wrong, but maybe is misleading them. Um, So I think one of the ways is, is that we, we have a really narrow scope of how it's going to show up in our lives. Mm. And so we just focus on that. And it's like, I, I liken it to, you know, the horses in Central Park that like walk around, but they have like the little blinders on Mm -hmm. and they can literally only see the next, like just what's in front of them. Like that's it. And as humans, we do that too. We think like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to meet him this way. Like I, I have to be online dating, you know, or, or I'm only comfortable online dating. So that's how he's going to come. And we ignore the guy next to us in the grocery store that's grabbing for the same apple that we're grabbing for. You know, we ignore the person that's in line at Starbucks behind us. We ignore the guy on the sidewalk that's walking past us that smiled at us. We, you know, like we have these blinders. And so we're so focused on it having to look a certain way that we don't allow the universe to send us the magic that is constantly around us all the time because we're not open to it. So one of the things I do and I have my people do as well is make a list of, I usually say 50 to a hundred ways that this could show up in your life. Hmm. That's a great exercise. But the catch is you can't be attached to any of them. Mm-hmm. The idea is to just get you into that playful, feel-good state of like, oh, what if he were the guy standing in line at Starbucks behind me? What if he were my postman? You know, what if we ended up at the same party together and he poured a glass of wine for me? You know, like it gets you into that super playful, joyous state. And then say an invitation comes for you to go to a party. And instead of saying, oh, I'm just going to stay home because I haven't met my husband yet, you say, oh, maybe I'll meet him tonight. This could be fun. Mm-hmm. And it, it's that, you know, I know we oftentimes, and I have to remind my clients of this all the time, they're like, it's not working. And I'm like, actually, it's working perfectly. Here's 10 examples that you just shared with me in the last 20 minutes of how it's working perfectly. And they're like, oh, my gosh. I didn't even relate that, you know, these experiences that are going on in my life are even connected to what I'm trying to manifest because they look differently than I was expecting them to look. Mm -hmm. And so my invitation is start looking at all the ways that the universe is actually sending you exactly what you're asking for. You're choosing not to see it. I'm so glad that you you said this because probably one of the most common questions or maybe frustrations I hear is, um, I'm not meeting any men. I don't know where to meet men or they're not any great men. And, um, and I actually got that asked one time in one of my group coaching calls, like, well, where do I meet men? And I'm like, well, they're everywhere where you are. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and they're not like at some they're not like at one certain bar like one certain hotel lobby or something like that they're they're everywhere so i love that you you said this because it's it's just it's it's hard to remember sometimes and whether we're talking about relationships or like building a business like how do i find clients well clients are everywhere where you are too right like yeah it's it's the it's the same thing it's just a matter of if you know if you're being being open to it um so one more thing in in this area is you know some of the women in you know listening to this podcast have never really experienced or even know what it would feel like to be in a healthy relationship perhaps like they it was just a really unhealthy um they had like a they saw unhealthy relationships between their parents. Maybe they didn't have a great relationship with their parents. They just never really got an example. And so, you know, when I say like, well, what do you want in a relationship? How do you want to feel? Sometimes it's really hard for women to answer that. And they're like, I just want someone to text me back, right? Like that's, that's where they are. So if you're not really sure of like how you want to feel, like how do you go about that? Do you just, what, what, what would you say to that? So there's a few different things. One, if you're at the stage of, I just want someone to text me back, good go with that. Mm-hmm. Manifest someone that will just text you back. That is a great first step. Does that mean that man should be your husband? Maybe or maybe not. We don't know. But right. then, you know, by by having that experience, you're going to unlock, you know, like the next level of like, mm-hmm. oh, I want someone who texts me back and plans dates. And then you manifest that person and you just start like opening up that, uh, Pandora's box, just little by little, like it doesn't have to be all at once. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have all the answers today. But if you open it up little by little, it will all reveal itself to you. The other thing I would say, and this is one of the things that I do when I meet couples that I can just energetically feel great things from, I start, I'll sit down with them and ask them questions, either as a partner, partnership, I'll ask them together. Or, you know, if I'm friends with one or over the other, whatever, I'll sit down and be like, can you tell me how you guys met? And, you know, what was the process like for you? And and can you tell me, you know, when you knew? And, you know, just asking them questions to get perspective. And just I, I used to when I would scroll through my Facebook feed and be like, Oh, you know, screw all these people in amazing relationships, <laughs> right? And I shifted my there. perspective. And instead, now when I see my, you know, my favorite couples pop up in my newsfeed, one of my favorite couples just announced that they're pregnant. And I, my heart fills up so much, not only for them, but because I can see what they have, I can also see that that's possible for me. And so I just tap into that and I'm like, these people have created amazing, amazing partnerships. Does that mean they're perfect? No, but they're really great models for me to be like, oh, I wonder how that could show up in my life. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I always tell people to say is if you see something that you want, like a relationship or something like that, like on Facebook or walking around, cute couple holding hands, I always just, I always just have people tell themselves, oh, good. What I want exists. Because if it didn't exist, it'd be a lot harder to manifest it because you would literally be popping out of thin air. Um, And then the other thing too, is that if you fall into those feelings of like, oh, why can't that happen to me? Like attracts like. Mm -hmm. So the more that you're in that energy of like, this isn't happening for me, why can't I attract that blah, 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 like all those stories, the more that you're going to continue to make that your reality. 
Right. And so, you know, I purposefully shifted those feelings and those thoughts. When I would see a couple, I'd be like, how beautiful is that partnership? That is such a beautiful union. And because it's possible for them, I can't wait to experience that in my life. Right. Because jealousy will only repel it from your life or anger, or frustration or, you know, any of those things will only keep it further from you. Right. Right. I love that. Um, and not to say not to say that those feelings aren't justified either, but there's a way to heal those feelings within yourself and like really look at the root cause of those feelings and all of that stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. so that you can move on from them and they're not controlling you anymore. Right. Right. I love that so much good stuff. Um, so I'd love for you to, um, to, to finish off this interview with, um, I read one of your blog posts about, um, having Danielle Laporte on your podcast and, this isn't, you know, obviously a business podcast and most of my listeners aren't entrepreneurs. Um, but I still think that story can be so related to what a, totally. I think a lot of women feel dating. So would you mind sharing that for yeah, absolutely. listeners? And I'll put the um, link is, to the blog in the show notes for everyone listening. This is a perfect example of things showing up in your life in a way other than what you expect them to. So two and a half years ago, I was at a conference in Los Angeles called the Archangel Academy and Danielle Laporte spoke. And, and Danielle the time Laporte I, is a author of a lot of self-development books. Yeah. Very, <laughs> very she's basic. a big deal. Yeah, she's a big deal. She's, she's like, a big deal. Yeah, she's like a, a level down from Oprah, maybe. I don't know if that's yeah, much, per, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's amazing. So I heard her speak, and I had done this compilation of interviews with women. And so I emailed her team and said, I loved hearing her speak at Archangel. I would love to do an interview with her only half an hour, you know, for this project that I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. And I got back a very kind, like, thanks, but she's not interested in this kind of interview at this time. And I was like, ugh. So a year later, I was getting ready to do interviews for the project again. And I emailed again and said, hey, I would love to interview Danielle. And they're like, thank you so much for your request, but she's not doing interviews at this time. And I was like, ugh, you know, (laughs) and like it's not happening and I'm not big enough to be able to interview people like this and all the stories that go along with it. Right. So mm-hmm. fast forward to this year and I, um, had just released one of my interviews with this woman and she had mentioned Danielle Laporte in her interview. Now back up a hot second, all of these interviews that go up on the Huffington post, my assistant posts them all. So each woman I interview, I interview with them with 16 to 20 questions, and my assistant goes through and chooses four or five of the questions that are answered to feature in the interview. So my assistant had gone through this woman's interview and chosen out of the 20 questions, one question in which this woman mentioned Danielle Laporte. So for any of you that know Danielle Laporte, she just had a book come out. So her PR company had a Google alert set up for her name. And they would get emails every single time someone mentioned her name on the internet. Mm -hmm. And they got an email that Danielle Laporte was mentioned in this interview for the Inspirational Woman Project on the Huffington Post. And her PR team emailed me and said, hey, we just saw your interview with Jacqueline. We represent Danielle Laporte. She has a book coming out. Would you be interested in interviewing her? So (laughs) talk about the universe bringing me exactly what I want, but in a different time frame. Mm-hmm. and in a different packaging than I was expecting, right? Like, mm-hmm. I got exactly what I wanted, exactly. And then I got to email back and say, 
one, yes, and two, I also have a podcast, would she be interested in being interviewed on our podcast? And so, you know, my relationship with her now has grown and I, you know, am going to be meeting her in September when I'm in Toronto. And I mean, all these beautiful things are coming out of it that never could have aligned had I interviewed her two years ago. Wow. That's amazing. I I love this. When I read when I read this blog post, and again, I'll put in the link in the show notes for everyone listening. I was just like, Oh, I love that. Because it's like the story of my life too, right? And, and I think, you know, we can we can take failure and like, read it one way as like, Oh, the universe isn't like you or the universe doesn't want you to do this, or you're going down the wrong path, or you can, you know, just just keep going and try again on open broaden your perspective and of how the thing you want might might come to you. And again, that faith of like, what if now is not the right time? Mm -hmm. What if you know, what if it's coming in an even better way than you ever could have imagined? I mean, me pitching her is one thing, right? And her team saying yes, but they reached out to me because they saw value in what I'm doing. Right? Like that was even more of a compliment that I could ever receive than, you know, the the two failures or quote unquote rejections or whatever. I mean, yeah, it's, I just, I am always trying to live in this state of like divine perfection. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm not going to lie, it's an effort. I have to convince myself, okay, whatever is going on right now in my life, I don't know why or how or when or what, but oh, it's perfect. Okay, it's perfect. And I have to convince myself into that state. But deep down, I know that everything's perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just that trust piece and the things that we cannot see. There's going to be a big section in my book about the unseen and how even though we can't see it, doesn't mean that it's not already in our lives. Right. It just yeah. hasn't materialized yet. I love that. Well, I can't wait for your book to come out. I'll definitely, definitely pick one up. Um, so thank you so much for coming on to the, the show today. And for any of my listeners who want to learn more about you, connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, so my website is Um I have an amazing Facebook group if anyone wants to join us. It's called Permission to Leap, uh, which is also the title of my upcoming book, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, and I'm on all the, all the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook at Bree Seeley as well. Awesome. And we'll have all of those links in the show notes. And the, um, very last question I always ask my guests is what is your favorite way to treat yourself? Ooh, I am big about pampering. So Mm. like my haircut just now or a massage or a Reiki session or um, any of those things where I just am able to fully kind of relish and receive. So I just got my hair done like just now and she gave me the best scalp massage. And I was (laughs) like, I would be willing to go in on a $300 plane ticket and an hour drive just to come back here and continue getting my hair done by this person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I have a hair salon like that in DC. If anyone's listening um, it's in, oh shoot, it's in Falls Church. I can't remember the name of the salon, but I'll put it in the show notes. I have a place like that too. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm one too. Like I use zeal and I get massages in my house and my Reiki practitioner like comes to my house and I'm just all about like, that's my way of pampering. And it's just, I'm a Taurus. So I'm very much about like the physical senses and the physical world. And like, that's my way to really ground and relax. And yeah, it's, 
it's my thing. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much um, for taking the time to share with us today. And I'm confident that all the listeners I know really enjoyed what you have to share and have a lot of things to chew on and work on over the next, you know, few weeks as they integrate this into their life. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, thank you. I really, I really had a great, great time. So thanks. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to let you know that I have a handful of spots open for women who are ready to dive deeper into the issues I teach on this podcast and get personal support from me. So if you're done with feeling like you're shooting in the dark to find love and you're doing all the dating things but have nothing to show for it, and you're ready to dig deep and make some serious changes in your life so you can find love, then I invite you to apply for a free introductory coaching call. In our session, you'll uncover what might be stopping you from attracting the love of your life, learn how my clients opened themselves up to love and found their ideal partners, and discover what you need to do to get on the path to meeting that special someone. My clients have started dating again after years of not dating, have found love even after multiple times of being in unhealthy relationships, and discovered who they were and what they wanted so they can find their ideal partner and be in a relationship that feels meaningful, equal, open, and loving. You can learn more and apply at veronicagrant.com forward slash apply. And I can't wait to connect with you then. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. Find the show notes to this episode and all episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. You can also grab bonus downloads and more resources to help you find love at veronicagrant.com. That's also the place you can learn more about my private love and relationship coaching and group coaching programs. And if you love this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a rating or review in iTunes. It helps me to build this amazing community and help more amazing women like yourself find real love. And until next time, remember, Remember this, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.